0: Yeah, as the Hodge twins would say, "Yeah." what's going on, everybody? It's Robert Frank here with you. So uh, this is going to be a little bonus content for episode 143.5. For those of you wondering where the mailbag was, surprisingly, the mailbag has been doing very well for a mailbag, and I'll get into that in a moment, but Joey... Forgot to press the fucking button, uh, the record button, for on the uh, the audio version of the mailbag for episode 143. So Patreon members, uh, thankfully, got the video version of it, and that is a Patreon exclusive uh, for this week anyway, over at patreon.com forward slash Robert Frank 615 I think there were 25 or 26 Ask the Bros questions this week. Uh, it's like a 35, 40-minute episode. If you guys want to go over there and check it out, uh, two dollars a month get you in the tip jar and you have access to all the uh the good shit on patreon and we appreciate it so this um this because i've been dying to talk about this shit but i have nobody to talk about it with so i'm going to talk about it with you guys i already talked to joey about it a little bit ray doesn't give a fuck nobody else really cares so i just want to get it off my chest and talk you know um and this is going to be some inside baseball shit Inside baseball, I've been using that term a lot. I heard somebody use it, and I was like, damn, that's that's a good fucking phrase right there. So for those of you in the dark, what the fuck are you talking about inside baseball? Basically exposing the business, right? A lot of people like... To listen to and watch social media people and, you know, your Bradley Martin, your Cali muscles, your Ross Smiths and entertainers on social media. And they just want to be entertained. That's it. They only want that portion of it. With Robert Frank, I think what separates me from a lot of other creators is the fact that I bring you guys on the journey with me. I give you guys the inside scoops. I tell you guys the behind-the-scenes shit. You guys know when I'm down. You know when I'm up. You know when I'm excited to create some shit. You know when I'm down in the fucking dumps and want to give up. You know what I mean? So that's the difference with me. And again, some people aren't into that. They're just like, yo, entertain me, clown. And that's all they want. But I think a lot of you, especially the people that listen to the Glorious House of Games podcast, you guys want some of that behind-the-scenes shit. Maybe not everything, but some of it, right? Right? It's like some people want to see a pitcher throw – a 99-mile-an-hour fastball and a 72-mile-an-hour curveball, and they just want to watch that and think it's cool. There are other people out there that want to know how you're holding the ball You know, to throw that 99 miles an hour Is it a two-seamer? Is it a four-seamer? How are you holding the curveball? What are you doing with your wrist? How much pressure are you putting on your middle finger as you release the ball? Some people like that shit, and I think that's what separates me from a lot of other people is they just entertain you, okay, and you're kind of along for the ride where it's more of like a personal relationship, okay? And, oh God, I can't believe I'm going to have to do this on a solo fucking stream. Robert Frank. You are gay. <laughs> just for that, you know, a little personalized comment. But here's the deal, guys. Um, I have to come up with a plan B for uh, if, if I want to continue to be a social media uh, personality and if I want to cr- uh, continue to make a living doing Social media and doing as well as I'm doing right now, and and we had a great year in 2020, blew away 2019 in a year where people were supposed to have no money, okay, because of the pandemic. and that is thanks to a lot of you guys listening to this solo stream, um, you know, between. Booking cameos, the steel supplements, the Robert Frank merch, the the brand deal, supporting our podcast sponsors, um, sharing the Facebook videos back when I was able to post on Facebook, just all that shit. It it all adds up, and I wanted to say thank you. But if I am going to continue this for the long term, I have to come up with a plan B because I can no longer do my job. And I don't want to make this a boo-hoo, poor me, Robert Frank, you know. Uh, type shit, but I'm just going to let you guys know what exactly is going on. I had a, thir- and this is what I've been dying to talk about with people. I had a 38 minute conversation with someone who works internally with TikTok. Now, I know a lot of you are like, ah, TikTok, come on, Rob, it's 14 year old kids. Well, when you do social media as a living, you have to be everywhere, right? You got to be on TikTok. You got to be on Parlor, which they took down. You got to be on Clapper. You're probably like, what the fuck is Clapper? You got to be on Instagram. You got to be fake. You got to be everywhere, right? You just can't be on one platform because remember what happened to Vine many, many moons ago. You had people on Vine that had five, six, seven, eight million followers, and then they had nothing else no Facebook, no Instagram, no nothing. And then the platform went kaput and they disappeared off the face of the earth. So some of them translated, you know, transferred their audience to different platforms. But anyway, you know what I'm saying. So that's why I'm on TikTok. I have, I learned a lot of information, and I promise you guys that this is all going to circle back into how I need to kind of come up with a a different game plan, a different strategy for my content moving forward. Because like I said, I can't do my job anymore. Okay. It's like, put yourself in my shoes and, and we'll get into it a little deeper, but put yourself in my shoes, whatever you do for a living. I don't care what you do. Just imagine whatever you do, whatever tools you have to do your job, your boss comes in and says, Hey, I still expect you to do this job, but, you can't use A, B, C, D, and E. Let's use landscaping, for example, okay? You're a landscaper. That's your job. You cut lawns for a living. You 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 take care of uh, people's you know lawn maintenance for a living. That's what you do. You're a landscaper. Imagine your boss coming up to you and saying, hey, uh, I want you to cut this lawn, but uh, you can't use a lawnmower and you can't use a weed whacker, so uh, figure it out. That's basically what's happening to me. Can you still cut a lawn? Yeah, I mean, I guess if you grab some scissors and, and cut the uh, the individual uh, uh, blades of grass one by one, you could do it, right? But it'll take a long time and it won't be as perfect as it normally is, but you could still get it done. That's the position that I'm in right now. And this 38-minute uh, conversation that I have with this TikTok dude, it's funny because I don't know his name. He called me from a private number. Uh, 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 one of the acquaintances, I would say, that I made through uh, TikTok and YouTube over the past couple of months. We actually have done some work together. He, um, he got me in touch with this guy. He, he knew a guy who knew a guy who knew a guy, right? Everybody knows that guy. And this guy actually called me and spent some time with me, answered all my questions, told me the ins and outs of TikTok, how it works, upside down. I am like a pro at TikTok. I know how the algorithm works. I know how everything, all the inner workings work. And I know that's boring for a lot of people, so I'm not going to get into that. But one thing that I did learn that surprised me is having a side page on TikTok, and that was the reason for my call with him is because I wanted to know what the fuck happened to my side page, uh, Robert underscore Frank. Um, Having a side page does you no good on TikTok, because if you get banned for community guideline violation strikes, if you have enough of them, they will not only ban... Uh, your page, they will ban your device. So if you're using your phone, I think on TikTok, you're allowed to log into four different accounts from your phone. They all get wiped out. So Robert Frank 615 and Robert underscore Frank615 will be completely wiped the fuck out. And um, so I found that interesting. I'm like, damn, I'm over here trying to build up two pages at one time just in case... The same thing happens like what happened to my Instagram where Robert underscore Frank with 220K just completely got erased from the face of the earth and I can't even appeal it um, for violating community guidelines over and over and over. Um, It it, it does me no good. He says, your best bet is to go out and get fucking another uh, phone, which I could do, and create a side account with that phone and never go on Wi-Fi and that would be like your backup page. That's the only way that you could really get around it because I guess it has a different IP address or whatever. But I found that very interesting. This guy's main job at TikTok is he... When when people's content gets removed for a community guideline violation strike, he said he says that ninety nine point nine percent of the time shit gets removed is from AI. It's the algorithm. It's uh, the uh, the computer picking up something they don't like and they remove it for community guideline violations. He said that other point zero one percent or whatever that would equal out to are people mass reporting your content. So. We've seen it on Instagram. We've seen it on Facebook. We've seen it on every social media platform. There are crews of people that just say, hey, Robert Frank posted another video. It could be me petting fucking my neighbor's cat. Nothing wrong with it. Just me petting a fucking cat. If enough people report it, they will remove it for violating community guideline uh, violation. And then you have to go through the appeal process, which is why they give you an appeal process. And I promise you, this is all going to circle back and to be, Figuring out how I'm going to change up my content, okay? Uh, And and we're all going to do it together. But his job solely, and he's in charge of four countries, United States, Canada, I think New Zealand, and Australia. He has over 100 people that work directly under him. When someone's shit gets removed for a community guideline violation strike, and they appeal it, and they say, hey, my content, there was nothing wrong with it. You guys fucked up. Put my shit back. He's the one, an actual human being. Either him or someone on his team reviews this content, and then they make the decision. They check out the context of the video. They see if it really should have been removed. And again, he said ninety nine point nine percent of the time, it was removed for good reason, and it never gets restored. He goes, "There are plenty of times, though, that you know they will restore a video because something was either taken out of context or it was uh, it it shouldn't have been removed." Basically, so that is his job. And the reason why I wanted to talk to him is because my side page, which I was trying to build up along with my main page, just in case, because Robert Frank is a bad boy. And I have a lot of community guideline violation strikes. Actually, right now on my main TikTok page, I'm banned from commenting for 48 hours. I cannot leave a comment for 48 hours because of something that I didn't even do. It was the management company who's been on a savage rampage, just commenting on everything on the For You page, blue check, wanking like a motherfucker. Um, but anyway, it, it got I, I got in trouble and now I can't comment for 48 hours, but I wanted him to take a look at my side TikTok page, which was the Robert underscore Frank and wonder why I have 224,000 followers and my views are all less than 10,000 views for the past like six or seven videos. I'm like, I'm used to getting at least 50K, 70K. And again, I know this is boring for people. People don't care about view count. People don't care about numbers, but it think about yourself in my shoes, right? And then all of a sudden you see shit dip all the way down to 2000, 6,000, 7,000. And then you're looking at the deeper analytics and you see that there's no for you page activity, which means, which is kind of like the Instagram explore page. Um, Your views, you're, you're not getting any views, right? People are not seeing your shit. It's like Facebook. So here's where this is all going to circle back. So he did say, yeah, your your page is on timeout. You are in TikTok jail right now, and you still have a chance to work your way out of it, but you, he was like, dude, I'm going to be honest with you, you're fucked. You have so many community guideline violation strikes um, on both pages that you're never going to reach. Unless you start from scratch with a new device, you are never going to reach the elite tier where everybody's video, you know, every video you post gets millions and millions of views like people that you see on TikTok. So... I'm like, you know what? I don't care. I'll tread water on the platform. That's fine. Um, I just don't want to fucking post videos to get a 1,000 views. You know what I mean? So he's like, no, I understand. He goes, why don't you do this? And this is something that a lot of you guys have been telling me to do, right? Why don't you go back to what brought you to the dance? Why don't you go back to the Angry Car Rage videos? And I told him, I said, dude, I would love to do that. But I can't do that anymore because they keep getting pulled. And he's like, well, what do you mean? I was like, listen, go back to any video that all the people love. All my most viral videos. Juice Head 2, Rompers for Men, Fidget Spinners, Area 51, um, uh, Pokemon Go Fuck Yourself. uh, Any any of them. Fortnite, uh, uh, Tide Pod Challenge, any of the ones that... The, the classics, right? The classic car rage videos. In every single one of those videos, I'm making fun of little beta cuck bitch boys that play video games and live in their mommy's basement, and wear skinny jeans, Starbucks latte, uh, chai latte sipping, man bun having, never been inside of a woman beta cuck. I was totally fucking... Uh, um, I can't think of the word I'm looking for, but being rude to women, calling them bitches and ho- And again, it's the character. I know there's there's females that listen to this. Don't think that I'm out here just talking shit about women all the time. But the character, right, in the car, talking about fucking big booty hoes in different area codes. When you have her bent over my bedroom floor with her cheek pressed up on my bedroom floor, whatever the fuck I, I used to say in those videos. I can't do that anymore. It's getting pulled for either bullying or hate speech or or sexual innuendo they're getting pulled so he's like okay well why can't you still do that character but just not say those things and i said well then that wouldn't be me that's not you know what i mean that's not i mean what am i going to do rage about so anyway i don't want to get into all that but then we started brainstorming he was like all right well let's fix this let's so what else has been going on i said well I knew that this car rage guy was not going to last forever. Everything has a shelf life on the internet. So I tried to do different shit. I tried to do this meathead minutes segment where I got these green screens and I dress in a funky fucking sport coat every episode. And I talk about what's going on in the world. He goes, okay, what's wrong with that? I said, every one of the videos was getting fucking pulled by Facebook and YouTube. And I, I would have to dance around certain words. I couldn't say Trump. I couldn't say Biden. I couldn't say fraud. I couldn't say uh, Pelosi. I couldn't say mask. So I was always, if you guys watch those videos, I, I was saying like Donnie T. That was my way of saying Donald Trump. Or 45. That was my way of saying Donald Trump. He's the 45th president. I was always dancing around. I can't say Joe Biden because the algorithm picks it up as political content, and I'm not qualified to talk about political content. That's why I stopped doing the Meathead Minute videos. First of all, I got tired of dancing around saying words that half the people don't even know what I'm talking about, right? If I say it now, you guys know, because I probably say it on the podcast a lot, but if I'm doing a Meathead Minute video and I'm talking about a Donnie T, you're like, who the fuck is he talking about? You know what I mean? But that was the way that I had to get around it. And then once Facebook was catching wind to what I was doing and what I was saying and my actual context of the video, they would fucking remove it or they would turn my monetization off or they would just overall shadow ban the video. It would get 30,000 views in the first hour, and then the next day at the same time, it's got 32,000 views. So, wait a minute. You're telling me that this video had 30,000 in the first hour, and now 24 hours later, it only got another 2,000 views? What's going on here, right? And again, I'm not complaining. I'm just telling you guys what's happening. So, then I was like, another thing I tried to do, I tried to do the uh, Back to Jack series, You know, I got, I I was in really good shape summer 20, uh, summer 2019. Uh, By the end of 2019, I was out of shape. And then, you know, the pandemic and, uh, you know, the gyms closed, blah, 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 blah. So I started doing this series where I started getting back in shape and I was uh, documenting my progress. And those videos were getting banned from Facebook. They were getting pulled because of before and after photos. Okay, well, don't put a before and after photo. Well, then what the fuck is the point of doing a Back to Jack series where, where I can't visually show you guys my progress, okay? So those videos were getting pulled and unmonetized by Facebook and then shadow banned. So I couldn't even do that. And he was telling me, he goes, yeah, he goes, yeah, and you know the reason why? I said, yeah, I know the reason why, because Facebook says it makes people feel bad about themselves. I'm over here trying to do good, I was in shape. I got myself out of shape. I didn't like something about myself. I'm changing it, and I want to document my progress and show other people on the internet that you guys can do it too, and here's what I'm doing. Here's what I'm eating. Here's how much cardio I'm doing. Here's all this. Here's the pictures to prove how I'm starting to look better, and... I can't do it because it makes people feel bad about themselves. And then they second guess the way that they look and they look in the mirror and be like, Oh, I need to do that. And then whatever the case, people are committing suicide. I don't fucking know because then they realize it took a video of me getting back in shape for them to realize they're fat fucks and they put a bullet in their brain. So that's Robert Frank's fault, apparently. So those videos get pulled. Okay. That's why I stopped doing those videos. (laughs) I can't do anything. So, He was actually telling me too, and I I talked about this on the mailbag, which most of you guys listening to this didn't hear because that's a Patreon exclusive this week, but there was a chick that had a verified account to 5 million plus followers. He didn't tell me her name, but verified on TikTok, 5 million plus followers. All her videos were fucking crushing it. She was, you know, one of the, the bigger TikTok people. She got a nose job. And she documents, she did a video documenting the progress of when she first, you know, how her nose looked, and then her the day of the surgery, then her right after the surgery, two weeks after the surgery, a month after the surgery, and now up to date where she looked, you know, how she looks now. Just showing the progress of a fucking nose job. They banned her account with no chance to appeal. Because, again, it makes people feel bad about themselves. This is the world that we're living in. <laughs> You know what I mean? So, um, but again, I have to figure out a way around it. And um, I appreciate you guys hanging around for the ride. I know a lot of you guys want me to be that rage guy and want me to do the funny videos and the motivating videos. And a lot of you guys were digging the meathead minutes. A lot of you guys were digging the back to Jack series. I just can't do it anymore because I'm not allowed. I'm, I'm a landscaper and I can't use a fucking lawnmower and I can't use a weed whacker. So, But we're going to figure it out. We're going to brainstorm, which is why I love the podcast. The podcast is the funnest thing for me right now. I love it so much. Thursdays are my favorite fucking days because we just get to sit here and fucking talk shit. And there's no rules. There's no algorithm. There's no uh, AI picking up any code words. I can say anything I want. That's why I love the podcast, and I appreciate you guys loving the podcast and tuning in each and every week. And uh, for those of you who are listening to this, you already know this. I don't have to say it, but we do a live stream every Thursday night, usually around 9.15, is when we get rolling. And we're live for an hour and a half, two hours, and I'd appreciate if everybody comes by and just swings by and says hello. I know we have our regulars that are there every week. Um, so, yeah. But again, this is all inside baseball shit. this is uh some people, like I said, some people like watching people throw fastballs and other people like knowing how to throw the fastball. I'm I'm a creator that kind of gives you the inside scoop of you know how to hold the ball and and oh jeez, did I really say that? You are gay. <laughs> That's enough talk for uh, for this episode, but this is a little bonus round. We'll be back next week with another episode of the Glorious. House of Gains podcast. We're signing. Oh, uh, we're signing. We're signing out. Swallows is the goal. Size is the prize. It's Gains to clock motherfucker. Let's go.